The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. All right, time for Attaboy here on the Swain Event, guys. Attaboy is brought to you by Irish Networks. Ben McKee, Jason Swain. This is where we highlight positivity. We give people a bouquet of flowers while they are still living. Recognize them for good deeds. Give them a pat on the back. We're doing that with Jordan Horse today. I'm giving her an Atta Girl. In 33 minutes, she dropped 16 points. She had four blocks of career high. She had three steals. She had five assists. She had 13 rebounds. She has been everywhere for Tennessee during this stretch of dubs. The Lady Vols are now 16-1. and one. They are ranked fifth in the country. Jordan Horsting getting today's girl. She gets my flowers. Ben, anything on, on your side? Yes, I have an girl to give as well. I am going to the world of baseball and to my New York Yankees. As a matter of fact, I am giving Rachel Bokovich an girl because she joined the Yankees organization as a minor league hitting coach in 2019. And now she is going to serve as the manager for the low A Tampa Tarpons next season. And she is going to be the first female manager in the minor league. So this is really, really cool. Uh, Started her pro baseball career as a strength and conditioning coach with the Cardinals and one of their minor league affiliates. Uh, She went on to become the Houston Astros Latin American strength and conditioning coordinator. Also became the first woman to hold that position before moving into the same role with Houston's double-A team. And after taking time away from baseball to pursue an additional master's, she did a fellowship with Driveline Baseball, the Washington-based player development organization, And then she was hired by the Yankees as a minor league hitting coach. And now she will be a manager for the low A Tampa Tarpons. She was a catcher for the softball teams at Creighton and New Mexico. And again, now she's going to be a manager in minor league baseball, becoming the first female to do so, which is really, really cool. So a shout out to her and shout out to my New York Yankees. For giving her a chance. We just, we're, we're just trendsetters, us Yankees. Yes, yes, we are. Uh, I also want to give an attaboy to Jerome Bettis, Swain. I don't know if you saw this, but I thought this was pretty cool. Is this, is this uh, bias hour? Yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> yes, it is. This actually has more to do with Jerome Bettis, the Notre Dame running back, than Jerome Bettis, the Pittsburgh Steelers running back. Uh, but he tweeted out three days ago. I think it was Monday uh, when when he did so, uh, the the 10th, Monday or Tuesday, whatever. Uh, He said, I've always told my kids that whatever you start, you finish. Today, I started my final semester at the University of Notre Dame. I knew when I left 27 years ago to go to the NFL that I would be back one day. It's never too late to pursue your dreams and further your education. So I thought that was really cool. Hasn't been at Notre Dame in 27 years. And now he's taking classes for his final semester in order to get his degree this spring. No, that's a good one. No, that's a good one for real. That's that's a good one. I messed with you about and the old course, bias, but that's a good one. I mean, we we oh we can keep going because you know the, the Grizzlies, Grizzlies win their eleventh straight last night. What about the Steelers? They get an attaboy for making the playoffs. What about your Preds? Gonna go out and, they're going to go out and have some. Hey, the Preds are in first place right, right now. The season just started. No, it's not. The same as the, the Grizzlies, kind of almost halfway through. They have the all-star break. about to be. 
you got you got some good stuff going on with your teams right now, man. Yeah, if only Tennessee basketball could join them. They're ranked. <sighs> yeah, until Saturday. Until Monday rolls around and the new AP rankings come out. Saturday Saturday they'll be in the top twenty five, baby. After a big <sighs> win. Come on, Ben. Come on, man. Come on with me. Come on, man. The, the water is you nice and warm. That. Don't act like you do. Huh? You don't believe that. Don't act like you do. I'm gonna put my money where my mouth is, man. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put money on Tennessee, baby. Do you have any attaboys for your Bears, Bulls, or White Sox? John K wants to know. I mean, the Bulls still you know, still in first place, even though they got beat by twenty against the, the Nets. Um the Bears, they finally fired the coach and GM. Um the White Sox. Hey man, we're just trying to we're trying to build on a good season last season. Did not get to where we wanted to go. At one point, was the best team in baseball, and just peed down our leg when it um when it came time against the the Astros. But you know, my my teams are in a good position right now, except for the maybe except for the the Bears because they have a top ten pick, but they won't even be able to use it because they got to give it to the Giants. Um, but I'm okay. I'm all right. That's brutal. Huh? That's brutal. You have a top 10 pick and you have to give it away. That's that's why Ryan Pace is no longer the GM. All Did these. Did Khalil Mack even do anything this year? He was hurt. They put him on IR, man. He was hurt. Well, at hurt. least you don't have to deal with Matt Nagy anymore. Exactly. I'm good. I'm good. So I just need I'm glad to, to see that you're claiming the Bulls again as well. That's my team, man. That's my team. I'm just hey, I'm like a Tennessee fan that said, listen, I I am I'm not going to any games until they start showing me that they care about winning. I'm not emotionally investing. I don't blame that Tennessee fan that that did that. I don't blame them. That tuned out during the Pruitt time, maybe tuned out a little bit towards the end of Butch Jones. I don't blame you. You still rock with the team, but you're not a fan of the the moves made from the top. You're not a fan of the product that you've seen on the football field. So you took taking a little step back. I mean, there's people that that don't listen to sports talk radio or didn't listen to sports talk radio during the crazy coaching search and all the drama. Remember they would call in and go, hey man, sorry, Sway. Sorry, Ben. We just I just couldn't do it, man. I had to take a hiatus. I just had to. And we forgave them. That's what I did. That's what I did, Ben. That's okay, right? Sure. I'm going to the phones. I don't like your tone, sir. Good morning. Who do we have? Hey guys. What's up? Good morning. Uh and I watched that Lady Balls game last night. What you see? They look like a they look like a well oiled machine. They looked really good. Defensively in the paint, rebounding, whoo, everything. Yeah, man. Passing the ball, finding the open shot, keep keep going to the player with the hot hand. That big girl in the middle. Hey, you think we can get her on the on the men's team for a few games? Who, Tamarki? Yeah, that girl can play. <laughs> What's crazy is she only have she only had one block. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. Kelly uh, Harper is really doing it. She is. Hey Ben, we might get a little help this weekend. We yeah, that's right. Juju Juju might, might be back. Juju might be back. So we can expect That'd a new TikTok video celebrating. What's that? If we win, I don't care how many TikTok videos he posts. Yeah, I, I, hey. I said, are we going to get a TikTok video celebrating that he's going to be back? I hope so. Uh, I love Juju. Well, yeah. 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 Juju's going to open up some things. If uh, him not playing this year has really kind of handcuffed this offense some. Uh, but anyways, I don't want to spend the whole time talking about, about the Steelers. Why not? I'm just glad... I'm just glad Ben gets another game. 
Yeah, man. Me too. Me too. What? What? Is, what are y'all? Um, where's your Where's your level of optimism on a scale of one to ten? Daytona, you had like a nine, right? You know, I'm not. I, it's It's not going to be the last game that we played against them. I don't think that at all. Uh, you know, I, I'm not going to go above saying, and this sounds stupid, it's a 50-50, you know. Depends on which team we have show up. Depends on, you know, last year, Tampa Bay gave everybody the, the writing on the wall on how to beat Mahomes. It's just whether or not our defense can get to him enough and, and, and stir him up enough to do what they did. I know I know Ben's ready. Ben's ready for the upset. Yeah, no, I have zero faith. Zero confidence. On a scale of one to ten, I'm at a one. I'm probably at about a five, five and a half. I just watched them the day after Christmas kill us. So forgive me for being a pessimist this morning. Hey, man, Alabama killed Georgia in the SEC Championship game and then came back and beat them in the title. It's hard to beat a team twice. Okay, but the Steelers are not the equivalent of Alabama. No, in in this case, the Steelers Steelers will be the the Bulldogs. Remember, the the Steelers are not the equivalent of the Bulldogs. Hey, look, the only thing I can say is on any given day, any team could beat another team. That is true. I did not think the Jaguars were going to beat the Colts. That's the only thing giving me hope. Finally, a good take during this conversation. It comes from Dave Tona. Good job, Dave Tona. That's right. Any given Sunday, any given Saturday, also any given Monday. That's right. That's right, Dave Tona. Good stuff, man. You might want to end the call, Dave Tona, on a high note. All right, guys. Talk see, to you later. See you, man. <laughs> see you. Be nice to Daytona. What? I gave him great quality advice that he needs to end the call on a high note. He might have said something crazy like, hey, I used to be a Georgia Bulldog fan, and I'm kind of happy we won a championship. You're going to trigger him. Quit. Huh? <laughs> Quit. <laughs> Daytona should have never told us that, man. Never told us that. But that was a great point, though. Any given day, anybody can win. Always, Vol says, uh, "Don't seem no one has 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 said who hired Kelly." I remember a lot of hate against Phil for it too. I'm just so happy for the lady Vols uh, to be playing like they should. GBL. I don't remember any hate against Coach Fulmer for the Kelly Harper hire. I didn't see it. I I didn't. If I see two comments, guys, I don't give that attention. I don't. I don't bring two or three comments up as man. People, man, people really rip it on. It's two people, three people. I didn't see a large group of folks ripping the former hire of Kelly Harper. I'm not gonna lie. My first pick was was Kara Lawson, but she didn't have any head coaching experience. She was, you know, she was with the uh, Celtics. It might have been even before she was with the Celtics. She was with ESPN. But, you know, my first pick was, was Carol Lawson. And then I wanted, I wanted to Tennessee to go out there and talk to Becky Hammond too. No, actually it was Becky Hammond. Becky Hammond was first. And then it was Carol Lawson. And then it was Kelly Harper. That was, those were my three. Cause I looked at South Carolina and I was like, man, look at them Staley. Look what they look what they doing. They don't they didn't bring in somebody with the tie. They brought in a, a legendary player with credibility, and look what she is building in South Carolina. That was my thinking with Becky Hammond. I was like, man, you gotta do that. Then I was like, Kara Lawson, just her her presence is powerful. But Kelly Harper, she's doing her thing too. She's doing her thing. But I don't really remember oh. always Vols people really against the hire. Like I remember when she was hired, I was like, hey man, she's wanted multiple stops. There were people who questioned the hire for sure. Um 
because of her lack of NCAA tournament success and because she was fired at NC State. So, but that it, it is what it is. I mean, people are always going to, to question a hire some way, somehow. And I also don't know that it was necessarily uh, a Philip Fulmer hire. Technically, it is because he was the boss and his his name is on all the hires that are made during his tenure. But uh, I think his his army of minions had more to do with the hire than than himself. Yeah, I know that's the case for sure with uh, Eve Rackham over there with volleyball. Uh, I don't think I don't know if Coach Fulmer was really really involved in that one, and I think Kelly Harper, Coach, was like, "Yo, this this seems easy. Here's a here's a uh, a lady lady Vol who is kind of like me, and all right, we're gonna hire her. I don't I don't think it was an extensive amount of energy put in there, um, but it doesn't matter." Kelly Harper is showing that she's the right hire. But I think there's a difference between hate and questioning the hire. Because a lot of people question the Josh Heupel hire. Yes. But there was a group of people that hated it and at every turn would find ways to crap on him and threaten to not watch and threaten to not show up and you know all that fake stuff that people do. I ain't doing I ain't watching. And then you you Hypo goes out there and proves that, yo, he's pretty good. And actually, he's the most proven coach at Tennessee is higher since Johnny Major. So yeah, people there's a difference between hating and questioning because we were kind of questioning the hire. Like, okay, how did you get to this point? After talking to all these people, how did you get to the point where you basically hired your coach from Central Florida? But hey man, it it has it has worked out very well for the Lady Balls. Um they have a really good game, excuse me, a big game against against Kentucky, um, as well as the men's. And it's been fun to watch Kelly Harper do her thing and put Tennessee back in the position that we're used to. That is right there in the top five, competing for national championships. And they will be one of the teams at the end doing so. So that's that's question. all we want. What say? I have a question. What's your question, sir? You said that she has proven to be the right hire. Is it fair to say that she has proven to be the right hire when we know what the expectation of the Lady Vols basketball program is? That is national titles. Well, the expectation is not fair. <laughs> First and foremost, yes, it's not that, fair. That, that That is true, so, but that's still the expectation. That's she'll, an she'll unrealistic expectation. She'll ultimately be judged on if she can win a championship, though. Well, is expectations to win a championship or to to be like Pat Summit? Uh, my expectation is to compete for championships each year. Well, I, I think that's what Kelly Harper is doing right now after cleaning up the mess that was left behind. You and I know that mess that was yes. left behind and what she had to clean up culture wise I think now moving forward she should be in a position where she's competing for championships and I think that will prove that she was the right hire I don't yes. expect her agree. to go do what 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 Pat did and I don't expect her to go right now overnight and go do what um with what uh what South Carolina's doing right now um but this is a this is the first big step and the first evidence was the is the culture like we we're seeing these girls loving each other and playing hard for one another and having a good time and smiling and to not fall apart when your best player is not out there playing i think right now kelly harper has proven that 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 hire is the right hire. Yeah, I mean, I dude, agree with you. Yeah, like, like, man, Josh Hyper won seven games, and people are like, man, Josh Hyper proved it was the best. It was a good hire. He won seven games, and people are feeling that way. 
you definitely should say that about Kelly Harper at this point. She has a team ranked fifth in the country. only lost one game without your best player to Stanford. So if we said that about Heupel after, you know, year one, I think he's the right hire. We definitely should be saying that about Kelly Harper. That's yeah, all I'm saying. I, I No, I, I agree with you. I just I know how the, the Lady Vols basketball program is viewed and she just has not had tournament success um uh, just yet yeah 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 now and that is something that she has to answer she has to get that monkey off her back the same way that rick barnes has to get the monkey off his back as far as tournament success beyond the first or second weekend yep so they have to answer those questions and the lady vols are in a position to answer that for, for Kelly Harper. But we know how this thing works. It's about how you play in March. Yep. And if you play at a high level right now, and then you fall off first weekend, the second weekend, then those questions will remain around Kelly Harper about her ability to win big in the tournament. That question will, will not be answered. But right now it looks like she's on her way to to answer that and hopefully she's she's able to uh let's go back to the phones ben uh good morning welcome to the show who do we have what what's up brother jay what's up what's up jay well swain i don't want to talk recruiting i'm gonna throw you off because i don't yeah want to right recruiting. i don't believe it <laughs> but uh hey you know look you was kind of talking about expectations and and i think you know kelly's done a fine job so far we'll see what she does in the future but uh, you know, I think she's doing a real good job. Um, but what with Rick, with Coach Barnes, I, with offensive basketball since our Grant and Ad, since that Grant and Admiral year, that special year we had with Grant and Admiral and Jordan Bone, and you know we only made it to the Sweet Sixteen that year, and uh, you know they, you know Coach Barnes kind of has that moniker regular season Rick, but. Since that year, it just seems like offensive basketball is a struggle for Tennessee in an era of basketball where, you know, shooting the three and, and, and scoring a lot of points is at a premium. It's not like it, it was in the 90s. Offensive basketball is important. I, how much longer can that go on and without you before you really start asking questions about where our program is? what our program is doing, I, I guess. How much longer can it look like we struggle so so greatly on, on the offensive end? I mean, this is a tough spot for, for Tennessee basketball because in its history, besides Rick and Bruce and, and you know, in the last 25 years, like – You, know, you had you had a nice little run there with with Jerry Green, if I'm not mistaken. Ron Slade was on that team, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Tony Harris and those boys, you know, Vince mm-hmm. Yarbrough, Vince like Yarbrough. yeah, that 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 squad was had a little nice squad, had a chance to make a little run, but like other than that, Tennessee basketball has been an afterthought. So you we have to acknowledge where we are now versus where we have been. But that doesn't mean you accept just whatever you have. Just because, just because it's better doesn't mean you just accept what you're given. You, you know, just because somebody gives you a crap sandwich doesn't mean you have to eat it. Not, and not saying that what we're getting now is crap. All I'm saying is, yeah, just because it's better doesn't mean it's just okay if you're not doing what you can do to be better. And so, to answer your question, like. If we go through this thing another two, three years, and nothing has changed as far as what we need to do to get over the hump, man, I don't know. Maybe Rick, maybe Rick steps down. I don't, I don't know, man. I, 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 I don't. I would hate to be in that position, to be honest, because. Well, Twain, do you do you think we can continue playing offensive basketball like this? Not if you want. Not if you want to get past the. You know, the first weekend, no. But defensively, man, defensively, mm-hmm. 
They're great. Yeah, I mean, my goodness. And playing good defense buys you time to fix fix your offense. And this team just needs to, to make shots and play, play with more confidence. And it sounds like that's easy to say, but we're like, yo, when are we going to see that? Hopefully this weekend and, and, you know, hopefully it's soon, but that's what's kind of holding this holding this thing back from getting over the hump. Well, Wayne, I, I don't think Vescovi and all those guys are just going to all of a sudden start lighting it up in three. That's just my opinion. They could, though. Um, Viscovi especially. Now, if you want to throw in some other guys, that, you know, I don't know if they're going to be lighting up for three, but Viscovi absolutely yeah. has the ability to light it up for three and start, and start you know, being, you know, playing on fire. He has that ability well, for sure. Well, I'm going to have to see that to believe it, but I, I just, you know, when Barnes went out there and basically openly admitted wanting to go to UCLA, and when Barnes took the money and, and was one of the top five paid coaches, I, I told you on the show, it's just business now. Like, you did what you did. You you admitted you wanted to go to another school. That's fine. But now it's just business. Either you do or you don't. And I, I just don't think you can keep playing basketball, offensive basketball this way, and get where you want to get. And at some point you have to say, why are we paying this guy top five money and getting these results? I think he's got a team full of guys that can't shoot the three-pointer. And, you know, it, Tennessee's a great basketball job. I mean, Conzo Martin went to the Sweet 16. Bruce Pearl went to the Sweet 16. Jerry Green went to the Sweet 16. Rick has been to the Sweet 16. I mean, it's not – it shouldn't be that hard to get to the Sweet 16 at Tennessee. Um, you know, when you look at all the fan support, so I, I just think he's going to – he's either going to have to change the way he recruits and put shooting at a premium – or he's going to have to change something about his offensive style because it's just everything we do, it looks like we're traveling in the mud to get there on offense. And then you see a team like Auburn, and it just looks effortless. Listen, I agree with you as far as a change change of uh, maybe some philosophy things. Uh, I agree with you in terms of offensive production. I, I, I do. Um I'm not gonna sit here and make it seem like it's easy to get to Sweet 16, though. Like it's hard to it's hard um, to to have success in a tournament, uh, which is why when you see guys that that are consistently in a tournament and have success, they're you know it's only a few of those coaches in in college college basketball. But I think what is fair is you look at the salary and it's a top five salary, you know Calipari. Coach K, Jay Wright, Chris Beard, Texas, Rick Barnes. I mean, these guys are right now the top five, um, you know, paid coaches. And when you're getting paid that money, it comes with expectations. The whole thing with Rick admitting that he grew up, you know, idolizing John Wooden and, you know, UCLA being very, very attractive, that don't bother me. Uh, That don't bother me at at all. but I get how that may affect other people's opinion and that may weigh in on, you know, someone's opinion. I get that, respect that. But the $5 million salary for being fifth or fourth in the SEC, that may not, they not, they may not sit well with folks. And I understand that. That's what Rick has to figure out and, and correct and change. He got to bring that offense, man, because if he does – now we're talking, and we're talking close. This, this is close. We're talking about the difference between Tennessee being 22nd and Tennessee being 10th right now, or top 10 or top you know, 12 in the country. So we ain't too far off, but you're right. Offense, offensively, we have to improve. Now you're right, Swain. We get a little bit of offense with this defense. Tennessee's going to be deadly, but I just, gosh, I have never seen a team shoot threes like this team. It's unreal. So it's, uh, you're right, but but ho- hopefully it improves, man. We'll see. We'll see. We always seem to beat Kentucky. That's that's one thing Rick does have. He's got Kentucky's number. I don't know what it is, but he up up until this point, Rick has got Kentucky's number. So we'll see. Yeah, we will. Hey, thank you, man. Thank you. It's fair. It's it's totally it's totally fair to look at the salary and go, all right, where's where's the results? And Ben, you said this yesterday. These players with the NIL deals, you you wait till we. We find out. You wait till we find out 
how much these players are are making with the NIL deal. Wait till we find out. That's going to change how you look at players really about their production. 100%. 865-255-03 is our telephone number. And good stuff by you, Jay. I appreciate the phone call. It ain't comfortable to have that talk. That's why being acting like he's sleep over there. He don't want no part of the conversation. Uncomfortable. Uncomfortable right there. 865-200-5503. We'll be right back. Sway an event fueled by Daddy and Barbecue. In this day and age, the way we work is changing and evolving. Businesses still moving forward despite your work location changing and supply shortages affecting a number of different areas. Office furniture is not immune to the halt in the supply chain. This is why Office Furniture Outfitters has purchased desks, chairs, and tables in bulk to provide you with in-stock options for your place of business, no matter if it's in an office building or at your house. Office Furniture Outfitters is the local supplier for Herman Miller, and they keep Aeron chairs in stock. They will come to your office, lay out, and make recommendations. No project is too big or too small. You can visit them on location at 17th Street and Grand Avenue in the Fort Sanders area or online at OFONOX.com or give them a call at 865-524-3003. Office Furniture Outfitters, providing East Tennessee's biggest selection and best value for office furniture since 1995. Is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. Hello, is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. What are you doing? Calling around to get the best rate on a car loan. Why? Everyone knows Alcoa 10 is the best choice to purchase a vehicle or refinance your current loan. And with low interest rates and 90 days to your first payment, it's a no-brainer. You can even apply online and sign all the documents from the convenience of your home. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Alcoa 10 Credit Union. It's so easy. Go to atfcu.com for details. Rates are dependent on credit score and equal housing lender. Hey there, Swain Event fam. I've been thinking about other ways I can assist you with the real estate world. As you know, it's not just about buying, selling, and investing in new property today. It's also being a resource when you need a contractor or a roofer. Or maybe you need a real estate attorney to assist with probate questions. Or maybe you have a family member in Alabama that needs a realtor to help them sell their home and get the heck out of there and back to Tennessee. All of these things and more are in my wheelhouse. So give me a call, Jennifer Morris, 865-257-7897, or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. And go Vols! Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of Quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. Touchdown or Turnover is backed by Elkhorton Federal Credit Union, a place where you belong.
NFL playoff time for touchdown turnover. Back by Alcoa 10 Federal Credit Union, a place where you belong. Better rates and better service. Oh, yes. We get NFL playoffs this weekend, baby. Yeah. Let's go. Here's a good thing about playoffs, Titans fans. There's not a way you can lose. There's not a way you can lose. And then Derrick Henry gets another week to rest. Yes, yes, yes. All right, touchdown turnover back by Alcoa 10 Federal Credit Union. As I'm looking at Wild Card Weekend. I want to look at the underdogs. The underdogs. Who are those underdogs? Well, according to Vegas, the Raiders are an underdog. New England is an underdog. Philadelphia, underdog. San Fran, underdog. Steelers, my goodness, big time underdog. 12 and a half points, underdog. And then you have the Cardinals, who are also underdogs. So those are your underdogs this weekend. I'll go over those one more time. The Raiders, the Pats, Eagles, Niners, Steelers. Cardinals. Ben, we got you back there. Oh, yeah. If you are ready, tell us, man, if there will be an underdog victory this weekend, touchdown turnover, and who will it be? Cincinnati, Raiders, Buffalo, New England, Tampa Bay, Philly. Dallas, San Fran, KC, Pitt, Rams, LA Rams, Arizona. Will we see an underdog upset, and who will it be in your opinion? Yes, touchdown. You will see an underdog win this weekend. There, there's always one, if if not more. There's always one at minimum, and I think it'll be the Patriots over the Bills. I think Bill Belichick is going to be able to – uh, really stifle Josh Allen and the the Bills are very talented, but they've they've been odd this season, and I don't trust them. I, I I like Josh Allen, I just they don't run the ball well enough, and you have to be able to run the ball this postseason. So I'm 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 gonna go with the Pats. I, I think the Patriots upset the Bills. Uh, that is the one I feel most confident in. I could see the Raiders beating the Bengals just because the, the Bengals don't have that postseason experience. Not that the Raiders are just loaded with postseason experience, but uh, I'll be curious to see how the Bengals play under pressure. I think they'll be fine because Joe Burrow is cool under pressure and he'll set the tone for everybody else, but still something to watch for. Uh, I mentioned earlier this week the Bucks are really banged up, so... Can the Eagles take advantage of that? I could see the 49ers beating the Cowboys. That would not surprise me. Seems like the 49ers found something this past weekend, and the Cowboys have been in an offensive funk uh, prior to this past week. I know they put up 50 in the final week of the regular season, but until that point, they had been in an offensive funk, and then the Cardinals are certainly capable of beating the Rams, but the one that I'll go out, on a limb and say that they will pull off the upset is the Patriots over the Bills. I think Bill Belichick is is going to stifle that Bills defense. Man, I'm looking at that Patriots Buffalo Bills game and I'm and I'm 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 asking myself, can can New England do what they did December the sixth, where Matt Jones only threw the ball three times and they won fourteen to to ten. By just running the football straight down the throats of Buffalo, I I just I just don't know if they're able to do that. I I, I just I just don't know if they can do that again. Just I just don't know. Now Buffalo came back. 
um, the day after Christmas, and they beat New England 33-21. Now, in those two matchups, Matt Jones obviously didn't throw the ball at all, the first one. The second one, he threw the ball 32 times and completed the Completed only 44% of his throws, only had 145 yards passing, had two interceptions. And I asked myself, did Buffalo figure out how to play against Mac Jones and how to force the Patriots to not hide Mac Jones? And Mac Jones is no slouch. I mean, he's potentially the rookie of the year. He's the best rookie quarterback out of the group. And I remember a conversation here, maybe off air, about how how Matt Jones might be a good NFL quarterback. You remember that, Ben? Yes, I remember our discussion about Mac Jones. Yeah, yeah, man. So um, when you look at the stats in the second year, sec- second game against Buffalo, it makes me want to pick the Bills, to be honest, because I just think it's hard when you know an opponent, when you play them three three times in one season, which will be the case this weekend. You know each other, and I don't think that Bill Belichick will be able to to hide Mac. I just really don't. So um, I like that pick, though, because Bill Belichick is is the GOAT. Uh, but I'm going to go Arizona, man. I'm going to go Arizona. I'm going to say touchdown, too. Agree with you on there, but I'm going to go in different directions as far as which team I think will pull the upset uh, when you look at Vegas – and who they feel like are the favorites of upsets. But I'm going to go with Arizona. And Arizona has also been a team, Ben, that started off, um, you know, hot and up and down like the Buffalo Bills. But it's hard to trust Matthew Stafford. It's hard to trust Matthew Stafford. Leads the league in interceptions. And he throws the worst type of interceptions. They are pick sixes. It's hard for me to trust Matthew Stafford. When he is not throwing the ball to Cooper Cup, he has problems. He throws interceptions when he is not throwing the ball to Cooper Cup. I think Arizona will force him into some mistakes because Arizona has a real pass rush led by Chandler Jones. When you go look at the last five, six years, when you go look at him, man, he is, he is, he is, he's right up there with, with what, as far as his impact on, on the game. So, I'm going, I'm going Cardinals, man. I'm going Cardinals. I certainly can see that one happening, as I said. Uh, Stafford has been a mixed bag the second half of the season. He looks great one minute, and then the next minute he's turning the football over, and uh, turnovers have been an issue for him this second half of the season. So he is obviously going to need to limit the turnovers in the postseason if the Rams want to advance. But that uh, that Cardinals offense isn't all that trustworthy right now either, yeah. especially since DeAndre Hopkins got hurt. Uh, that is a, a big loss for them. But, hey, they do get J.J. Watt back, it's looking like, on the defensive side of the ball. And it'll, it'll be cool to see J.J. Watt in a playoff game. Remember that conversation we had about A.J. Green? Hey, that boy that boy looks like he um, is playing with the Bengals, man, it's like, in like his first five or six years. He 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 has found the uh, fountain of youth, and he is playing – at a, at a high level right now. Now, obviously they're better with Hawkins and Green playing, but you, you got you got Christian Kirk there that works a slot. Uh, you got Rondell Moore, um, Purdue wide receiver that is dynamic and electric with the ball in his hand. So you you got some guys outside of, of Hawkins uh, for Kyler Murray to hit, and then you got Zach Ertz at tight end. I, I, man, hey, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun, man. This this weekend is one of the best weekends uh, in sports, man. Play off Saturday. In this case, it'll be, it'll be Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. I'm looking forward to it, man. Four thirty it starts. Cincinnati with the with the Raiders. 
And then 8-15, you get Buffalo, New England, uh, Tampa Bay, uh, and Philadelphia start off Sunday at 1 p.m. Dallas, San Fran, 4-30. And then 8-15, Sunday night is KC and Pittsburgh. And then Monday at 8, you get the Rams and Arizona. So, yeah, it's going to be fun, man. Looking forward to it. You know who the Steelers would play if they were able to pull off the miracle? Hold on, let me see. Let me see. Oh, it'd be, it'd be the Titans, right? Because they get the, in, they get the lowest Nashville. seed. Yep. We need we need to put together a fund so you can go to to the Steelers game. You were not able to go in the regular season, but maybe maybe your boy Carr can get you tickets. I'm sure he would, but uh, yeah. If if the Steelers make it past this weekend, which I would be. Absolutely stunned if they won this weekend. Uh, then yes, I will be in Nashville next weekend for that game. But I'm, st- I'm still I, mad that's, I, that's the stadium. Don't at all believe that that is going to happen. I w- I mean, I truly would be stunned if if the Steelers won. Yeah, eight six five two hundred fifty five oh three. I wouldn't be stunned, but I mean, yes, you would. No man, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be stunned. I wouldn't be stunned, man. The, the kryptonite is is the pass rush. Patrick Mahomes and the Steelers got that pass rush, man. They got it. They got it. I love when I put more confidence in your team than you. I don't do it on purpose, but it's funny when it does happen. Real D from the 423 says, if the Steelers make it, I will buy Ben's tickets. I bet. No, nah, we, Real D from the 423, we don't know your real name. So you can say this and disappear and not honor this promise. But I'm telling you, if the Steelers win and and you don't buy Ben's tickets, we are going to mention it every day that the real D from the 423 did not come through. You said it, D, you got to honor it. But what if Ben already got good tickets? He has a hookup from from Car Blasting Game, who's a Titans player. Maybe maybe you pay for the gas. You gotta pay for Ben's gas. <laughs> and meals. Come on, Ben. I'm trying to be your agent here, man. Look, all I know is that Titans fans better hope the Chiefs win. Because the Titans can't beat the Steelers. It's just science. It doesn't matter who the better team is. The Steelers just beat the Titans. They they've won five in a row over the Titans. Eight of the last ten. It doesn't matter the circumstances, where the game is played, who's hurt, who's not, who's at quarterback, who isn't at quarterback. The Steelers just beat the Titans. So if I'm a Titans fan, I'd be begging the Chiefs to take care of business this weekend. All right, D. D gave us his real name, and he says that uh, if, if, if you have tickets already, then he's going to buy your gas and a jersey. Ben, uh, is that is that a deal, or you you want to negotiate something else? A deal. All right, there it is. The gas and jersey. He don't have to buy me a jersey. I've already got a jersey, but Ben, Ben, what are you doing? Well, it's all good. It's all good. Gas and 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 lunch, and I'll be good. All gas right. and lunch, and I'll be good. All right, so, all right, expensive lunch. You better make sure you go to a good lunch. Because the jerseys are like what eighty dollars, uh, like a hundred something like that. So you better get you a good lunch, man. Terrell says, "I hope the Chiefs lose, so we have the easiest pass ever to the uh, Super Bowl." <laughs> did you hear Tramiel, how? Did you not Tramiel, just listen to me? Did you hear how disrespectful Tramiel is? Tramiel I mean, heard nothing being you naive. just said. He'd be naive. The Steelers beat the Titans. I mean, it's as simple as that. It doesn't matter the circumstance. The Steelers just beat the Titans. So he better hope that the Chiefs win. I mean, it is. It is what they do. It is what they do. 865-255-03 is our telephone number. It is what they do. It is what they do. Man. 
You better hope, Tramiel. I honestly, I actually want a Titan Steeler matchup. I want that. Because I want that I want that trash talk to be at an all-time high next week between you, Ben, and Daytona and, and Cole Kublick, who's a Steelers fan. Like I want all you Steelers fans talking trash with the Titans fans. I can't wait to see it. It's gonna be fun. It'll be fun. I gotta look connect too with tickets, man. I might try to I might go with you, man. Whatever you kick, whatever sickness you got, if you can kick that, I might have to go with you. Might have to go with you, man. It'd be fun. We'll put you in uh, my Troy Palomalu jersey, and we'll have a good time. No, if I use if I use my plug, I can't be wearing no Steelers jersey. I got I got to tighten up, man. (laughs) Tighten up, (laughs) tighten up, tighten up, or wear a neutral shirt. But you know what I'll do? I'll be that guy. I'll be that guy, and this guy annoys me. But I'm gonna be the guy that annoys me. The guy that goes to a game and doesn't wear the team color of the two teams playing, they wear a totally another color. It's okay. Well, it's, I am that guy. Yeah, I know. Like, I, like, I know you're that guy. But it was a guy like that at the, at the Alabama-Georgia championship game that had on a Tennessee jacket. And I love that, that guy. I love that guy. But when I was at the, the bowl game, Purdue, Tennessee, I was walking to my seat, and I saw a kid with an Alabama jersey. I want to cag him up. I want to trip him up, make him fall. I really did. I thought about it. You should have. I thought about it. I'm telling you. He wasn't that old. He was a kid, though, but he was close to 18. He was close. Like two years ago, I went to watch the, the Braves and Dodgers play in Atlanta, and I wore my Yankee stuff. Yeah. Like, I don't like those guys. Well, I, I am that guy. I'm going to rep my team. If I go to a Hornets Bulls game, I'm gonna wear my Grizzlies stuff. Why, man? Just wear them. Because I want you to know that I am a Grizzlies fan and I rep the Grizz. You're terrible. But if, you, if you go into an SEC game and you wear Tennessee gear, like you're totally cool with me. Totally cool. Eight six five two hundred fifty five zero three. Hour three is coming up. <laughs> 